This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, yesterday, the NDP MLA Spencer Chandra Herbert announced uh, the government is eliminating the geographic rent increase clause that is in the residential tenancy regulation. And that means, he says, that tenants won't be facing double-digit rent increases. Also, some other changes uh, coming into place as far as long-term leases and what have you. So joining us to talk about the changes and what things look like now is David Hutniak. He is the um, with Landlord, uh, sorry, he is with Landlord BC uh, We're and uh, the CEO of Landlord BC. David, thank you so much for being back on the show. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, what is your response to these changes that the NDP said were needed to protect renters? Well, we were... Um very much partnered with uh, the Minister of Housing on the fixed-term tenancy with the vacate clause issue because that uh, there were some huge issues around that in terms of the abuse of the, the clause and its intended purpose. The geographic increase, frankly, you know, I don't know that a lot of landlords even understood that the clause existed. It really wasn't used very widely because it's a very cumbersome process if you go through the proper application uh, process that's required. But uh, sadly, what what's happened, and the, and the minister felt pretty strongly about this, was that uh, you know we're seeing increasing number of landlords uh, really you know threatened to uh, make the application for this geographic increase, uh, and with no intention of doing so, and and basically uh, you know forcing uh, I guess uh, tenants largely with lack of knowledge about their rights uh, to accept uh, you know significant increases and. Uh, you know, that's, it's just very disappointing to see that this has been happening, and uh, the minister decided this is what she had to do to, to address the issue. So was it a case, do you think, of a few people abusing the process and now everybody having to follow these rules? Well, I think that's that's exactly what it is. And, uh, you know, this is a challenge I think every industry faces, and uh, certainly, you know, we've seen this happen in the last couple of years in rental housing, a very tight, tight market, and... Uh, you know what we want to see is is you know both landlords and tenants follow the rules, and if they don't, there should be consequences. And uh, that's why we're working very closely with the minister. Uh, you know she she added an additional seven million dollars to the residential tenancy branch, the bureaucracy, which you know needs to be fixed. It's not working for either landlords or tenants. And so we're optimistic she's going to resolve that issue and and that'll be uh, make a huge change. And the other thing is she's, implementing uh, a new uh, uh, um, business unit, basically, uh, called a compliance unit. And the intention there is to, uh, you know, really enforce the act, uh, both on landlords and tenants. And uh, like I said, if, if a landlord is breaking the rules, they sh- there should be consequences. And if tenants are breaking rules, uh, there should be consequences. And so that's that's what we're uh, working towards, uh, wanting to support the government. Uh, the last time we talked about the issue of rentals and landlord, the landlord-tenant relationship, but we got a call from a landlord who said it's so, and when you mentioned the bureaucracy, uh, he was saying it's so skewed in that if you have a nightmare tenant, uh, it's almost impossible. He was saying to, to fighting to either evict this person, uh, get the rent owed from this person. He was saying even to get to the point where you could put your case forward takes several months, and uh, he, he showed a huge amount of frustration. Yeah, absolutely. And there's what the landlord said was was very true, in particularly in terms of you know access to timely justice. 
there's huge backlogs, and this is, you know, all stakeholders have expressed this concern. Uh, you know, frankly, that we had the previous government really hadn't uh, addressed the issue, and uh, this government appears to be committed to to doing that. And, and really, it needed funding, and and uh, this additional funding is going to help. But you know, now the changes need to be affected, and we're very much involved in that conversation with the residential tenancy branch. You know, we 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 see progress happening in terms of the hiring of the people, et cetera. But this is going to take some time to get fixed. Y- you know, most most landlords are good landlords, most tenants are good tenants. Uh, but what we've seen and what that particular landlord probably experienced was, we're, we, you know, we're seeing some really, really uh, sophisticated tenants who are preying on less sophisticated landlords. And uh, this is, you know, a really challenging situation. But, uh, like I said earlier, we want landlords and tenants to follow the rules. If they don't, there should be consequences. And, and we're working with uh, the minister to try and make sure that that happens. Uh, th- there's also a change to uh, the say having somebody sign a one-year lease and after the year uh, oh. saying either the rent's going to go way up or you have to move. Uh, was that needed? Was that something you found was being was being abused? Well, that, that, that's, it's a fixed-term tenancy with a vacated clause, and you know it was uh, created back in 2002, I think. It was never intended to be used as sort of a standard business practice. It was always intended to be in exceptional situations. And unfortunately, over time, uh, it became a tool that uh, an increasing number of landlords uh, thought that uh, you know was appropriate, basically, to have these these fixed-term uh, leases. And then what we saw was uh, not you know, and it wasn't excessive, but uh, enough of a cohort of the industry was using it as a means to unhouse good, responsible tenants and to usurp uh, rent control, which is illegal. And so it's, it's, you know, it's disappointing that uh, something that has value in, in sort of select situations got uh, distorted. And uh, again, you know, the minister, in her original mandate letter, we, we, you know, we knew that she felt strongly about fixing this. And, and, and it, was, it was abuse. And there's no way uh, an organization like ours could, uh, you know, support uh, that kind of behavior. So, uh, you know, that's the consequence, again, of... Uh, you know, people taking, uh, you know, undue advantage of something. Uh, so that's still a conversation, actually. The table legislation has been passed, but the exceptions, uh, you know, are still unresolved. But they're going to be limited. But uh, I know we're some of those conversations uh, with the minister and the residential tenancy branch. So we don't really know where it's all going to you know, land, uh, hopefully before the end of the year, we will. All right, uh, David, we'll chat with you again then, I'm sure. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.